Our God is a mighty and holy God who crowns his people with loving kindness and tender mercies. Isn't this a great day to be a Christian? Hi, this is Patty Scalzo welcoming you to the radio broadcast of Sheer Jashub, which is brought to you by the Church Fellowship of Sheer Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. At the end of the program, I will give you an address where you can write to us, so have a pencil and paper ready. If you have listened to our program recently, you know our current Bible study topic is Heavenly Authority. My husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, has been delivering a series of teachings on the Old Testament to prepare a proper foundation for an understanding of authority under the new contract. He is currently in the section on Israel's judges, and when we left off last time, he had just begun speaking about the judge Deborah, who sets a wonderful example for godly Christian women. The Israelites again had turned to do evil in the sight of the Lord after the death of the judge Ehud, and so God allowed them to be oppressed by Jabin, the king of Canaan, and his powerful commander Sisera. Meanwhile, Deborah, who was called a prophetess, was judging Israel in the mountains of Ephraim. In Judges chapter 4, she calls for Barak, whom God has appointed to lead the Israelite troops against Sisera, and she confirms the word of victory God has given to him. But Barak refuses to go as the Lord commands, unless Deborah goes with him. Okay, let's go right back into the Sunday sermon, where Pastor is reading from Judges, chapter 4, and verse 9. So she said, I will surely go with you. She wants this thing done. She knows the Lord wants it done, so she'll go. Nevertheless... There will be no glory for you in the journey you are taking, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And then Deborah rose and went with Barak to Kedesh. There's no longer going to be the glory, the honor of Barak having defeated Sisera himself. Instead, he wants a woman to come with him. Well, then God will use a woman to destroy Sisera. You start to see from this, obviously Deborah's not pleased that he's made this requirement that she comes with him. And you see from that, as a prophetess, hearing the word of the Lord, you see the limits to the proprieties in the appropriate behavior of true heavenly authority given to women. And Deborah's a perfect example of it. God spoke to her. She is an anointed prophetess. God gives her the ability to proclaim his judicial decisions. She is a judge. She has the leadership position of a shafet. And she's administering God's justice, godly justice. He uses her to commission Barak to his call. So she has a certain leadership. She has a certain godly authority. Yet... It's really not appropriate for her to go into the battle. She's going to go with him to make him do what he's supposed to do. But in actually leading the men into battle, Barak was to do this alone. And he didn't need her as some type of anointed good luck charm. And neither did he need her to lead the troops. He was supposed to do it himself. 
and then he would receive the, uh, the victory over Sisera. And you see Barak's reaction, and Barak's reaction is sometimes a typical reaction of some men to the responsibility God gives them. It's hard to get men for some reason to assume spiritual leadership in their households. What God has told them to do, to be the leader, to teach their children, to be the one to show their children the way of the Lord. A lot of men want to shirk the responsibility. They figure, well, my wife can do it. And they're kind of embarrassed by it. Or they're hesitant. Or they have some excuse for assuming their authority, even as Barak is ready to abandon the leadership that God is giving to him. And because he's doing that, he won't receive the honor that God desires for him in the defeat of Sisera. So Deborah is forced to get up and she goes with Barak. Then you read in verse 10, and Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kedesh. He went up with 10,000 men under his command and Deborah went up with him. Now Heba, Heba the Kenite of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law of Moses. Now the most likely translation there is Heba the Kenite of the children of Hobab of the father-in-law of Moses. Hobab, we know from the other scripture, is the son of Ruel, that is Jethro. So Jethro's son is Hobab. Jethro or Ruel is Moses' father-in-law. And we read in other places that they're called Kenites. They're Midianites and they're Kenites. And the Kenites are normally very friendly to the Israelites, even as Jethro was. Uh, in Numbers chapter 10, verse 29, now Moses said to Hobab, the son of Ruel, that's Jethro the Midianite, Moses' father-in-law, we are setting out for the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Now at this point in Numbers chapter 10, verse 29, Jethro, Ruel, has already departed. You read about that in Exodus chapter 18, after he gives the advice for Moses to set up judges under him to help judge the people. Well, this is his son who's left behind. And in Numbers chapter 10, verse 29, we are setting out for a place in which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us, and we will treat you well. For the Lord has promised good things to Israel. And he said to him, so Hobab, his brother-in-law, says, I will not go, but I will depart to my own land and to my relatives. So Moses said, please do not leave inasmuch as you know how we are to camp in the wilderness and you can be our eyes. And it shall be, if you go with us, indeed it shall be, that whatever good the Lord will do to us, the same we will do to you. So they departed from the mountain. And the implication is that Hobab agrees to go along with Moses. And then later on in Judges chapter 1 and verse 16, now the children of the Kenite, Moses' father-in-law, went up from the city of Palms with the children of Judah into the wilderness of Judah, which lies in the south near Arad. And they went and dwelt among the people. So you see here how the Kenites, the descendants of Jethro, Ruel, the descendants of Hobab, are with the children of Israel when they go into the promised land. 
and they're friendly with them. So here, in chapter 4 of Judges, it's very interesting what we read in verse 11, because it says, Now Heba, the Kenite, of the children of Hobab, the father-in-law, if you have NIV, it says the brother-in-law of Moses, had separated himself from the Kenites. So he separated himself from the other descendants of Hobab and pitched his tent near the terebinth tree at Zanium, which is beside Kedesh. And they reported to Sisera that Barak, the son of Abenoam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. So he's reporting on the Israelites, Heba, a descendant of Moses' father-in-law and Moses' brother-in-law, is reporting to the enemy of the Israelites the movements of Barak. Verse 13, So Sisera gathered together all his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the people who were with him from Haroshet Hagoyim to the river Kaishim. And then Deborah said to Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your hand. And you see how the Lord is going to use Heba here and his friendliness toward Sisera to bring Sisera in, even as the Lord said, for this great battle against Barak and his troops. And verse 14, what does Deborah have to do? Up, up, she says to him. She has to poke him again. She has to get Barak going. He's still not doing what he's supposed to do. Up for this is the day, not tomorrow, not the next day, not next week. This is the day in which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your hand. Has not the Lord gone out before you? Don't you know it? Don't you feel it, Barak? So Barak has leading from the Lord. She's told him, has not the Lord said? And now she says to him, has not the Lord gone out before you? He should know it. As a leader, he should sense that God has prepared it, and yet she has to move him to do what he's supposed to do. So Barak went down from Mount Tabor with 10,000 men following him, and the Lord routed Sisera and all his chariots and all his army with the edge of the sword before Barak. And Sisera alighted from his chariot and fled away on foot. But Barak pursued the chariots and the army as far as Haroshet Hagoyim, and all the army of Sisera fell by the edge of the sword. Not a man was left, not one. Not one demon should have success over us if we're in the power of the Lord. However, Sisera had fled away on foot to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heba, the Kenite. We're going to stop there today. Lord willing, next time we'll see what happens to Sisera. And we'll see how this victory is completed. And through that defeat and the Song of Deborah, we're going to learn a little bit more about leadership and authority. And most importantly, we'll speak about the role of women in authority in the church. Father, we thank you for your holy scriptures. Lord, we pray that you would help us and guide us to understand all the things you have for us in the richness of your word. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Praise the Lord for His excellent and most holy word. We are so thankful that you could join us for the program today, and we look forward to bringing you more of these enriching Bible study programs in the future. We here at Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle love to receive our listeners' words of encouragement. So if you want to write to us, or if you feel led of the Lord to help support the church outreach of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle, please send all correspondence and donations to Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle. That's S H E A R hyphen. J-A-S-H-U-B Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Once again, that's Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 And please include the air date of the program and the call letters of the radio station. Also, if you are going to be in the Madison, Connecticut area, we would like to invite you to join us for Sunday service. Services include praise, worship, Bible study, and the Lord's Supper. Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return. And until then, may our Lord Jesus richly bless you as you serve Him. <laughs>